Hello everyone, it is Henry. Just a quick note for you. Disney Plus has heard the X-Boys, okay? We started the revolution. All of X-Men the Animated Series is in the correct order now, okay? No skipping around, no nothing confusing, all in the right order. So if you hear us talking about it in these older episodes, yes, we recorded these a little while ago, forget about it. You're good to go. Have a great time. Enjoy X-Men the Animated Series and enjoy X-Boys. We love you already. Bye-bye. X-Boys! 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 The X-Boys in the world. Everybody listens to the X-Boys every day. Welcome to the X-Boys! Hey, it's Henry. It's Andrew. It's John. We back. And so uh, we've got a very special episode. It's the Juggernaut. And, um... Yeah, it's the Juggernaut, bitch! Woo! First appearance of Kane Marco, a.k.a. the Juggernaut. And what a guy. He's strong, huh? I, th- Real strong. I think we have to remind everyone that, you know, the last episode on Disney Plus was oh, yeah. labeled episode seven. Uh, yeah, Slave Island was yes. the last episode that we watched. And this week, we're jumping forward to episode 10, which is actually the next episode chronologically, The Unstoppable Juggernaut. And if you thought we were just being, like, annoying and just like, well, actually, this is what we should talk about. No, like, literally, in the previously on, it's it's the last episode. Yeah, it's they everything just, from Slave Island. They just listed it wrong, which really makes no sense to me. That's on Still Disney. Conundrum. Disney's really screwing things up for the X-Men. Don't understand it. I am Colossus from Russia. So we are here talking about Colossus from Russia. Well, not yet. And first, Juggernaut. First, we're talking about this destroyed mansion that we're stumbling upon at the beginning of this episode as the X-Men fly back from their rescue mission. Their little Genosian vacation. And one thing that's interesting is, you know, Gambit was one of the mutants that was picked up from Genosha in the last episode, and he is literally nowhere to be found in this episode. John, what's your thoughts on that? Didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh- Wait, really? I, is there I another, honestly forgot. I thought that was the end of the episode. After Gambit left, I, I left the room. and um, John actually did not see this episode. I don't know who Juggernaut is, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Until he tangles with Gambit, no one, reason to care. One thing I noticed, we talked about this at the end of the last episode. They had the terrible drawing of the school, the way it looked when they oh, got yeah, back. Yeah. It was half drawn. Yeah, But that's why this episode was delayed, apparently. They didn't finish the art for it in time. Because it's so action-packed and there's so many things happening. Oh, wow. It's just straight from Eric Lee Walt's book. That makes previously sense. Previously on. Um, so that they delayed the episode until episode 10. It aired a couple episodes later. And the drawing looked a lot better then. So that's why it's on... time to fix everything. That's why it's on Disney Plus two episodes yes, later than it should be. Exactly. Because they now did that it... that is a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, so they, yeah, they just did the air... They just looked up the air order and were like, this is what it is. And you think... <laughs> you they can take, fix that. You take all that time, you could add a little gambit to the to the gumbo. He just stands in the background of every scene. <laughs> Put him in the background. <laughs> Mona release me. Mona the, me. Release the gumbo cut. <laughs> the gumbo gumbo cut. <laughs> With style, petite. <laughs> Uh, yes, they're flying back from Slave Island, and uh, Wolverine throws out a little blip, 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 blip. You think you can land this tub by yourself? 
touchdown in two minutes. <laughs> Guess what? Just completely ignored. Yeah, no, he's pissed. No, good. Good. He literally does look at him. He, he just turns his head and just stares at him for a second. He's like, touchdown in two minutes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine's being he's, so saucy, too, because he's got like his, he's picking his teeth with his claw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cyclops is like headed up to All here with Wolverine at this point. He's just like, shut up, dude. Yeah. You know what? I respect Cyclops in this episode. Really? He's pissy. He's a little pissy in it. But for once, he's right. I make a lot of mistakes, and I'm not sorry about it. That's what he sounded like before. But this episode... Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, that's true. He does some good shit. So, yeah, as soon as they get there, they're just, like, rummaging through uh, the rubble, desperately searching for Xavier. It seems like they... It's funny, because they keep calling it a school, but there's, like, literally no children. They never reference kids. But, yeah, so they're looking through the rubble, and it's like... Yeah, that's one thing that the show never touches on yet, or hasn't touched on yet, is the fact that it is a school, and there are kids there. But yeah, they're just concerned with rest, rest finding in, rest in peace, kid. Yeah, yeah. they're just, they're just concerned with finding Xavier at this point. Uh, yeah, so Storm does a little. Uh, Wind ate my hands. And she started blowing shit all over. She the does place. a lot of that in this episode. She uses wind at one point to like lift a building. She lifts She's, an entire building. Does she actually have to talk to the the weather to make it, it happen, or is it, is it just like for flair? No, I think it's just for flair. Just I love that. Like an authority thing, you know? It's like it's like watch me do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jean's like using her power. She's like, I can't get a hold of his brain, which means he's, he's dead. He's either gone or dead. Yeah. She doesn't know what's going on. So they go downstairs where Cyclops is and he's like, guys, I found a message. And Xavier has left them a little message before he left. In the war room. In the war room. Yep. Greetings, X-Men. I'm taking a journey whose results may change our lives forever. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you anything more now. Wait, what? Farewell. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, bye. Oh, yeah, no worries. Okay, talk hey, to Hey, just popping in real quick to say the thing that I'm about to discover is going to change the fabric of reality as we know it, but uh, got to go. Bye. <laughs> Literally says so fast. Farewell. Add, <laughs> add it to my checklist of Professor X being a dickhead that's gaslighting everyone. Yeah, just a mysterious dick. His real testing them is like, can you deal with mental torture that I'm putting you through? Yeah. It's his ultimate... X-Men test. He's not X-Men, a good leader. Sorry. I will notice the, the, the war room uh, is really poorly drawn. I wonder if that also tied into like the delays that you were talking about earlier. The it's, the big console in the yeah. middle is like, it's like unrecognizable. Scribbles. It's literally like, you don't brown even know and black it, yeah. scribbles. They're like, is this part of the rubble or, or whatever? I guess it is destroyed. You could say the dirt. No, I don't think that. It. It's I like impressionistic, you know? it's. We'll just go with that. If I were to say <laughs> that in this scene, Professor X's hologram looks like Zordon. 100%. Uh-huh. I mean, it's all I thought of. <laughs> Bald, big head, Zordon. Yeah. Shout out to Mighty Morphin Rangers. My Mighty Morphin Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Saban uh, or Saban uh, films property. They produced both the shows. Really? Yeah. I didn't know X Men was. Yeah. Weren't they all tied to merchandising? Is that and that's why Saban owned them? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like a whole bunch of toy deals. That dude is rich. I don't know something like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. What's that? What's that show on Netflix about toys? The toys that made us. Definitely, listeners, watch that show. I think that you'll probably be interested in that if you're listening to this. But um, the Power Rangers one is incredible. Oh no, the Ninja Turtles one is insane. They ch- they were all the same color and they changed them just for the toys. Anyway. Wait, oh, you mean cuz they had the red in the comics, yeah. they had the red. It was bit. all red. Yeah. 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 And the only reason they changed them and like gave them different personalities is for merchandising. And it's almost like they kept the best one red. Hell yeah. Wow. I'm with you. Shout Raphael. Out, shout out to take. the gambit of the Ninja Turtles. Hey, boys, Raph. we got to go get in a fight. That's Raphael. Hey, you 
Hey, watch it. Whoa. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, everybody. We're, we're moving on now. Well, Cyclops and Wolverine once again just clash. They fight. They're looking for clues. They fight over how best to go about looking for Xavier or figuring out who destroyed the mansion. Um, Cyclops calls him out before he even says anything. He's like, you're yeah. going to go run off, aren't you? He's like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll do that. <laughs> Something tells me the professor wants to be found while he's still breathing. The professor wants us to work as a team. Where's Wolverine going? His own way like he always does. <laughs> <laughs> he's so petty about His own that. way like he always does. Well, what do you think? He's pissed <laughs> off. This is his friend, guys. That that is I can't believe I'm defending Cyclops. No, but... this is what I was trying to get at with the last episode. Like he's so pissed off because he cares. He never got his yeah. apology. He never found out why he left last time. No. Ooh, that's I it's think that would subject. probably ruin the friendship. And Wolverine just keeps going off without saying where he's going and then just comes back whenever he wants. And yeah. Cyclops is sick of it. God, I he wish won't... we had a scene of Cyclops laying in bed looking at a photo of him and Wolverine. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his sunglasses off and just <laughs> destroys the picture by accident. And Cyclops is like, whatever. Whoever he finds, hopefully he can deal with this and picks up like, this rubble where you can tell something beastly just like destroyed it and then jubilee out of nowhere goes whoa bigfoot time <laughs> I, I don't know why it's, it's bigfoot. like it's but big it's feet. but implying that bigfoot time is a thing that like she said before you know <laughs> uh, it, it where it's like sense. coffee time like in the morning yeah, she's yeah. like pizza bigfoot time, time. <laughs> party time party time bigfoot time <laughs> Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm going to use that a lot on the, this podcast. Whoa, Bigfoot time. <laughs> they see the big feet tromping away, away from the mansion. Yeah. Cyclops, he, uh, he said Storm, Rogue, and Jubilee to go find Wolverine to make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. And their sexy ca uh, civilian clothes. Oh, which is just normal clothes. For, Jubilee which is, is a child. <laughs> they're, they're costumes for Jubilee uh, and Rogue, and then Storm gets to wear her little Genosha outfit. I'm really again. only talking about Storm, I guess. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah Storm is wearing her Genosha holiday outfit and it looks awesome <laughs> he's looking right so they find wolverine's jeep parked in the street um and they split up classic decision classic yeah, jubilee just immediately runs to a construction site that's her first instinct yeah. hey maybe he's here and guess who she finds a bunch of pissed off workers that's who she finds yeah, they're looking inside a building a, a, a building that they want to demolish and that's they're some like What's going on there's, in there? There's some foreign guy in there. We might think he's a mutant and he's taking our jobs. And then the building just collapses. It just falls. Just crumbles down. And Jubilee's about to get crushed by it when... Yeah, uh, Wolverine grabs her, right? Wolverine just comes in out of nowhere and saves her. And then out of the rubble... Oh. Your building is crushed. Any more today? Rasputin, <laughs> at your service. And the guy's like, yeah, you did it. And he's like, what's your name again? I am Colossus from Russia. Got it. That's His real name is say, uh, Piotr. It's Ivan, Rasputin. Right? No, it's not Ivan. That's a Wolverine call. Wolverine. Yeah, because that's because it's a pejorative. It's a Russian <laughs> slur. I thought not it was slur. No, but. I thought it was a reference to Ivan Drago. 
um, oh, famous could... Russian from the Rockies. Mm, yeah. I, I think it's like, I will say Colossus is a excellent representation of the Soviet Union. He, hey, he's a nice guy. He's extremely nice. He's extremely caring. He, all he's like, he goes up to these guys and he's like, hey, I did the job. Aren't you guys so happy to see me? And they're all they're like, fuck you. I'm going to hit you with my truck. And it's funny that like they made all of the workers like hate Colossus, who's this sort of symbol of like Soviet Russia. Oh, it's I a mean, total. Yeah. They, they took our jobs moment. Oh, oh absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So Jubilee immediately is like, this is the guy. Like, yeah. he he broke this building. It yeah. must be him. Yeah. Uh, Colossus is just like, look, guys, from each according to his ability to each according to his needs, right? Yeah. And he's and he goes, uh, what I have done wrong? And as one <laughs> does. And uh, Wolverine and Jubilee start fighting him. Yep. The construction fish. workers call him a scab like four times. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> they are mean. Scabs of. A good 90s insult. We should bring that back. Yeah. The People kind of have, yeah. The construction, the leader, how do you say it? Like, what, the leader of the construction the workers. Yeah, you can tell we're real blue-collar folks here <laughs> at the X-Boys like podcast. The, it's like a singular X-Men. It's the foreman. Foreman. Yeah, foreman. He's cool. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, guys, stop. He, like, he just did so much work. Dude, this was, like, a, months of instant. work. Yeah, <laughs> he realizes the potential here. Uh, but no one, no one helps them. So Wolverine and Jubilee start fighting him. They're like, "You definitely knocked down, um, our school." And, and he he's just like, kind of tosses them around a bit. About. He's like, "Leave me alone." Get you know, out, you know where sorry. he fucked up? The, where they fucked up though is that they didn't check the footprint. You got a Cinderella in this situation, right? You think that guy has a fucking uh, Bigfoot time? Get a clue. <laughs> and and uh, well, where he lacks in the footprint evidence, he makes up for in the. <laughs> evidence and he smells him and says yep you're not the guy yeah because well, he was he, he's gonna smell like steel yeah you know? he got this he got he wolverine caught a scent back at the mansion he's like that's nah, not you buster ivan this is our first csi episode of x-men you realize that right we're, we're investigating yeah what's going on it's a crime Who's to be behind solved. this we have a suspect yeah you're right and yeah. it's a tv it's a fucking procedural where wolverine he can sniff out bad guys yeah. Doom, 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 so they let him go. Doom, doom. Uh, Detective well, he, Pikachu, we got Detective Wolverine sniffing shit. Detective Wolverine, now there's a Disney Plus spinoff if I ever heard of one. Sniff, sniff. Detective Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because he's using his, he's, hey, he can smell crime. He's using his nose. No yeah. no weapons allowed in here. And he's like, I'd watch it. Sorry. He like slowly yeah, no puts weapons. his claws away. <laughs> So uh, Colossus walks away after they're like, okay, I guess you're not the guy, but then immediately gets arrested. Like two seconds later, they're <laughs> like, wait, there's commotion at the bank. Yeah, there's a bank robbery. A random bank robbery is happening. Is it random? <laughs> we'll find out. And Colossus, Colossus is getting happens to be there, taken yeah. in by the police. Uh, and uh, Rogue and the gang see it happen. How did Colossus yeah. get there so fast? I don't it was an instant. I mean, I, I guess you could assume that some time had passed, but I Dude mean, basically, quits he, his job halfway through the day, well, no, and he, he goes to the bank to cash. No, out. he got paid. The foreman oh, paid him. Oh, so he went straight he, to the bank to, to deposit. Oh my god, he's opening an account, depositing Holy his shit. new paycheck. Well, we they knew thought that. of everything. So we're gonna start this over and just say we knew that. No, I'm just <laughs> no we did though. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Rogan and them see this happen, and they're like, "This guy, there's probably more to this than meets the eye." They kind of believe him, but before yeah. they like get to that conclusion, Rogue gets all horny. Now that is a shame, locking up a big, good-looking hunk of mutant like that. Jeez. Mm. Rogue is single. She's letting it loose. She lays on a lot of compliments, uh, Colossus's way during this episode. 
Yeah. So, uh, she's the gambit of the uh, of the ladies of the act. She's like the, the ex-women gambit. Wait, I meant to bring up a small detail. Bring it up. Jubilee has a cell phone. You guys Wait, notice this? She does? Is she really? So everyone else communicates with their little transponders and shit. Mm-hmm. Jubilee whips out her fucking Nokia flip phone. Wow. I would exact imagine... Exact Morris style and answers it. I would imagine that kind of technology is probably takes them a while to ma- manufacture and then fit into their costume like think about cyclops's cool like x beeper on his chest and yeah so maybe she's have, just waiting yeah. she's oh, waiting she hasn't hers. earned it it's like uh, or there it's being it's being made the school computer program is too busy making cups of tea for them to to <laughs> come back to i'm really glad i brought this up it is a really cool point i'm gonna track this and we're gonna get to the bottom of it cool Hopefully right. by the end of season one, she'll have a transponder. <laughs> <laughs> so Storm and Rogue decide to uh, just break into a prison. Well, hey, they don't just break in. <laughs> they walk up and they're like, look, we're going to we're gonna be smart about this. We'll seduce the guard. We'll steal the keys and we'll get in there. And the way Rogue goes about this is like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to kill this guy. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty weird. Well, here you go. Ooh, it's a tad chilly in here, don't you think? Like they say, cold hands. Puts her hand on the table. He touches her. She sucks the life out of him. Dead. Murdered. Nah, she I killed mean, him. No, I mean, you didn't. could assume that she controls her powers enough to she, where she can just take fine. just enough to knock him out and then... Rogue's single as hell, man. She doesn't give a fuck about but it. But she and Gambit, I mean, you Gambit. see... Remember when they were walking in those swimsuits a few episodes ago on the mm, Morlock episode? No, you're off on this one. She... she you think they're just she friends? Might, she might use Gambit friends for... Friends with benefits? A, yeah, a okay. little bit uh, of that. Okay. They're too. I, I've I, seen enough rom coms to know how that ends up. Marriage. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as they knock out that guard and uh, suck the life out of him, they they take his keys and head back to the cells. And uh, who do they find? Oh my god! I gasped. I gasped. Our boy in blue. I was sitting here alone watching this episode. I go, <gasps> Beast is still in his cell, hanging from the ceiling, from reading the... Civil Disobedience by Henry David Thoreau, waiting for his day in court. Yep. Still. And, and it's re- interesting because the book he's reading, Civil Disobedience, uh, so Henry David Thoreau is a uh, transcendentalist from the mid-1800s who basically believes that people are inherently good, but they can get corrupted by societal forces. And Colossus, being from Soviet Russia, he sort of represents the opposite ideology of this. But while mm-hmm. Beast is languishing away in jail, reading about how systems are inherently corrupt and is up to the individual to do good and to fight against those corrupt systems. Colossus embodies the idea that we should inherently trust uh, our, our our governments and our institutions and, and work together Holy as shit. people with those institutions to make them uncorruptible. Just like that, you're the beast of the group. Congrats. <laughs> this is the fucking information you're going to get listening to this podcast. But it also ties in. It ties into civil rights uh, because, like, Henry David Thoreau, the reason he wrote that book in the first place was because of his disgust with slavery at the time. He was an abolitionist. Um, oh, right. And also because of uh, his disgust with the imperialism that America was conducting at the time through the uh, Mexican-American War, where they were basically taking Texas from the Mexicans and uh, fighting them over it. Right, right. And if you think about it, like... Books are what smart people read, and Beast is smart. Right. Yes, yes. But he seems happy in jail. He's happy to see them. Dude, he's chilling. And he, he also care. says, thanks, Gene, for the cookies. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Gene makes Can't cookies. Can't join the jailbreak, Beast? Thanks, no. But come back during regular visiting hours, and we'll catch up on gossip. And tell Gene thanks for the delicious cookies. Thanks, no. 
<laughs> but yeah, Rogue just like rips Thanks, off Colossus's door to uh, to rescue him, which doesn't really seem necessary because then Colossus just busts through the wall later on with his powers. Right, so. and then when the FBI is investigating the whole crime scene later, they yep. this, they play this. Any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, <laughs> "Fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick." <laughs> And they're like, I don't think so. It's like a mute. I think it was mutants. And he's like, Are you sure? Like, any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm gonna find Although opportunities Storm- to play. I think you should leave clips whenever possible. Well, Storm does cover their exit though with her uh, ice powers. Oh yeah, <laughs> she ices it up. She has, I guess, she just has ice powers. And it's gonna melt two seconds later. I but guess they whatever. were like, shit. We forgot to write an ice man to these. X-Men, I guess Storm can have ice powers. <laughs> we forgot to mention that Colossus is speaking English this entire time, but Beast has ha- got to flex his fucking nuts yeah. and, and, and speak in Russian back to him. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Shut up, Beast. I know. As much as I was like happy to see him, as soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> it's I like when I talk about on this podcast. <laughs> no, you teach us things. Because me, me and John are stupid. <laughs> I like the punches. <laughs> okay. Guess who we see next? We're catching up with our boy Jugs. Yeah. Well, Rogue. What Rogue does compliment Colossus again on his powers when he punches a hole through that wall. She's like super impressed by him again. Another reason why if he can't put what's around, I mean, I would be too. To be honest, lose his mind. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> so if this is the X Men like CSI episode, we kind of get to the answer right now. We know who the killer is, and in the case of this, it's the killer tore down the mansion. And it's time we meet our boy at another bank. Yep. Robbing the joint. Oh, yeah. Big boy. And he is smelling the cash. Ah, the cool, refreshing smell of mint. <laughs> now, that's the sound of a happy I've guy. I've never smelled money and made that noise before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, it's the juggernaut. So he's back to robbing. A big boy in a big helmet with giant knuckle busters and just looking like a giant tank of a man. And while Rogue and the and the gals are breaking Colossus out, Wolverine's been on a stakeout mission. He's outside mm-hmm. the bank. He's watching Jubilee comes up behind him. She's like, what the heck's going on? He's like, I think we found our boy. This is our guy. The, you know the guy who's robbing the bank over there? Yeah, I think that's the guy who's robbing yeah. the banks Wolverine's everywhere. In civilian clothing for this entire yeah. part. Too. I, yeah. I don't know why. I'm, oh. I'm really tracking the wardrobe in this episode. That's a great point because he's yes. in his costume yep. at Before the construction site. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. But no, then he, I hate it. <laughs> he might stick out like a sore thumb <laughs> if he wasn't. Anyway, yeah, he's in a, well, he's in a stakeout. He's he's got to be. He's in stealth yeah, mode. He's got to be incognito. If you're wearing that wearing that bright yellow spandex on a rooftop, you're you They're know, like, "Hey, what are you doing up there, boy?" Um, so he's up there, Juggs comes out with his big bags of cash, and the police just open up on him. Not just police, but also, like, tanks. Oh, yeah, there's a lot there. There are su- Bazookas. I, yeah, there's an army there. There's and, a full uh, army waiting to greet this he's guy. He's got five stars. This is, like, Warrant GTA. Level on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Full, fully five stars. And, uh, they unload on him with tanks and guns and everything, and he emerges unscathed and says... Sticks and stones will break my bones, but tanks will never hurt me. Doesn't make any sense, because why would a tank not hurt him, but sticks and stones would? So if I was taking notes, if I was Wolverine up on the roof, I'd be saying, okay, Jubilee, go get some sticks and stones. They stab sticks into his eyeballs. We're breaking his bones. (laughs) He he hits his transparent. Guys, I know what we have to do. We know his weakness. Cyclops is like, I have an idea. 
the team has an idea, Wolverine. <laughs> so then, uh, as Juggernaut does, he throws a tank and just starts destroying people, paves a little way for his escape. Yep. And now we see Wolverine being a smarty, smart, smart once again. Smart. You think mm. we're ju- we could easily judge Wolverine? We could say, oh, he's gonna go in guns blaze and he's gonna start tearing shit up. But no, he goes stealth. He sneaks up behind Jug Jug, <laughs> and s- and cuts his bag of money. Mm-hmm. Juggernaut doesn't notice this because he's so strong. It do- it feels like feathers either way. Yeah. He just keeps walking away. And Wolverine and Jubilee just snatch up that money and the bank manager or something. I don't know. Maybe it was just some random guy. Yeah, Jubilee just money. runs it back to the to the bank. Yeah. I feel like it's just civilians picking up piles of money. Though. I think it could be that. that the guy cool. was super happy, but either way. Yeah. Um, They're just grateful. And then uh, once he gets around the corner, Wolverine like fully confronts him and he goes, mm-hmm. Like they say, a fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> and Juggs is pissed. Yeah. But Juggs also explains. He wasn't really after the money. He went to that school to find Xavier. What? He didn't find him. Nope. Luckily. So now we know Xavier was definitely on his little mission. Mm-hmm. Probably with Moira McTaggart. Moira McTaggart. That was a cool ex- accent, huh? Well, it's, yeah, he said he went to Scotland. Yeah, and he's like, once I, didn't, once I didn't find Xavier, I started robbing some banks. Hopefully I could draw him out of hiding. Dummy, he's not even around. You he think Xavier sh- cares about a couple banks? He doesn't even care about his own team. He doesn't give a shit. So oh. at this point, Jubilee sees this this convo going down. She's like, fuck you, idiot, and starts firing her lasers. Blasting them with fireworks. And Jugs, you think he... You, do, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Do you think Juggernaut cared? Cared about what? Getting blasted. What are you talking about? I don't understand the question. The answer is no. He didn't care. <laughs> Fourth of July. No one told me. Because he just says that. <laughs> <laughs> no one told and me. And then he says, <laughs> "What's she gonna do? Hit me with her diaper?" Diaper. <laughs> he's just—he's not scared of anything. Well, why would he be? Because what he does next is he picks up the building that she's standing <laughs> on, and he. Picks it up and shakes it so that she falls off of it, and then he puts it back down again. I just picture like a who wants to be a millionaire, like multiple choice, like options of like what should Juggernaut do to get rid of Jubilee yeah. in this situation? A, throw something super hard. B, like I don't know something besides just picking up an entire building. But that's what he does, and shakes that's what her makes, off of it. That's what makes him Juggy Boy. But you know who's stronger than Juggernaut? Mm. No. A girl rogue who flies in and just fucking chunks Juggernaut through a, a building. It's true. Colossus walks up and is like, How could you do this to a fellow mutant? I'm not a mutant. Wait. Tin head. What? My powers are magical. What? And none of you mutant wimps can handle them. We will see. Yeah, that's well, right. they can't handle them. First time they're dealing with magic in the X-Men I, universe. I, this shocked me. Yeah. I, I didn't really know this either. Do you guys want to know? more about this i personally feel like they're not gonna dive into this but maybe i'm wrong i think i think they just were being faithful without really going into it later he's just always going to be the magic i think that they'll probably go into the other thing later that we're thinking of about his brother (laughs) is it only used here so rogue couldn't absorb his powers like wait what is it only used like why do they need to even do it like what's the benefit of saying he's not just a mutant and saving time 
because uh, uh, it's accurate to the comics, John. Oh, shit. Do you bad. even give a shit about uh, the original source All right, material? Andrew. All right, Andrew. Hit us with the magic. First introduced in Uncanny X-Men number 12 and 13, the Juggernaut, uh, Kane Marco, gets his powers not from Russia, but from the Lost Temple of Sidorak, uh, where the Crimson Gem of Sidorak resides, where him and Xavier uh, served in the Korean War, uh, and as they were exploring the temple, How they were... How old is everyone? Wait, who, who did? Kane Marco and uh, Professor Xavier. I'm Why is he named Kane Marco? I need to go back to when they're toddlers. All right. What's so, this relationship? So later in the episode, we will find out that he is brothers with Xavier. Now, the specific relationship that blew my mind is that they are stepbrothers. Um, oh, Xavier's dad sense. worked in uh, atomic um, weaponry, and he was killed in a, nu- in a nuclear blast. And his mother uh, married Kane Marco's father. Uh, Dr. Marco, who's a scientist who uh, was believed to have been involved in Xavier's father's death, but actually proved not to be, and he tried to prevent it. However, uh, Xavier quickly became the favorite child of the two once his mutant powers kicked in, and he became extremely gifted. He was an extremely gifted athlete, extremely smart. Um, everyone really liked him, and no one really liked Kane Marco because he was just kind of a big bully. Um, that's That explains my question earlier, though, like, why make him magical? It's because... That's their rivalry. That's the whole reason they hate each exactly. other. Exactly. And so when they served in Korea, they found this temple, and um, uh, Cain saw this gemstone that looks like it was alive. And uh, when he touched it, it's the Crimson Gem of Sidorak, and it looks kind of alive. And um, whoever touches it just absorbs and gets the full powers of the Juggernaut um, of this demon Sidorak, which is like all about destruction and chaos. And um, Sazerac. Yeah. Tesseract. And, uh, yeah, the gem's also like a portal between the Crimson Cosmos, which Doctor Strange deals with sometimes. Everything's a portal in this uh, fucking universe. His powers are, quote, a gigantic, inexorable force that moves onward irresistibly, crushing anything it finds in its path. So, yeah, in that comic, uh, actually, it's um, the X-Men and Xavier are all at the mansion when something starts attacking it and trying to break through. And he tells the X-Men to go rig the entire campus with, like, explosives and booby traps for the Juggernaut to run into and find. And so, literally, like, as they are doing this, he is, like, telepathically and physically telling them this backstory. No, that's an order. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, the Juggernaut just keeps coming and coming. And you don't see him until the very end of the first issue. And then in the second issue, it's like when he bursts through the wall and he's like I'm here to kill you Xavier and the X-Men just have to like yeah, fight him night, bitch. <laughs> they have to fight him like in the mansion and it, the fight that they do in the mansion actually looks a lot like the fight at the end of this episode mm. damn that's cra- so like <laughs> it's a lot of info no I just well, like Henry what, it's did, just... what did you know about Juggernaut before this uh you can't harm me are you a fucking ass <laughs> <laughs> that video literally I I studied the it's a ju- I'm the juggernaut bitch video. <laughs> I know every line. So you hadn't watched the animated series at that time. You just knew no. juggernaut of the animated series. Yeah. I knew more about the juggernaut. This is real. So I knew you more about the really juggernaut. excited video. about this episode though. I was. Well, I'm confused why his why he sounds like <laughs> What's she going to do? Hit me with her diaper. And not. You can't harm me. Are you a fucking ass? Do you not know who I am? He must not know who I am. Like, that's my juggernaut. <laughs> Imagine that's they just the cast you that. You had anytime you read X-Men comics. I think in X-Men 97, they should hire that. This crew of friends who the voice of Charles is amazing. Yeah. 
So now we get the showdown we've been waiting for all episode. The, the strong col- boys. The strong boys. <laughs> Living Steel himself, Colossus. Oh, is versus, that what they call him? Yeah, he's got. That's his body is made up of living steel. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, got a question about Juggernaut. Juggernaut's got red hair in this. Hey, com- comics accurate. Professor X, when he was a boy, did he have red hair? Blonde. He was a blonde boy. That's probably why Kane hated him so much. He was a beautiful blonde baby boy, and he was the ugly redheaded stepchild. Wait, Juggernaut is Xavier's brother? He's his yeah. stepbrother, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was Magneto. No, Xavier. That's why he's looking for Xavier, because he's Xavier's stepbrother, Just and Xavier the, oh, was the favorite. All helmets look alike to you. Magneto. Damn. Okay. Well, I, this changes everything. Wait. What? Did you not hear us several times earlier when we, we talked just got confirmation that Henry does not listen to us? I'm straight up cutting this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I, no, no you you're better not. leave this in. I swear, <laughs> if you cut this, I'm leaving this podcast forever. I guess I. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Juggernaut and Colossus are facing off the yeah. big strong boys. Colossus now, this, is like throwing tanks at him. No, no, no. This is very detailed, and this is important. Yeah, I know. You you got it. Colossus. Starts by throwing a car. Juggernaut's like, that was cute. Throws a bus. He upgrades. <laughs> Colossus goes, take this, and throws a tank. But here's what he wasn't expecting. Juggernaut's like, that was nothing, actually. I'm going to throw this tank back at you, and I'm going to follow it up with a nice little quip. Thank you! Wow. <laughs> He's loving the tank wow. jokes today. Which means words will never tank me or something, or tanks will never hurt me. <laughs> words will never tank me. <laughs> Sticks and stones. Um, so Juggernaut wins that fight easily, if only like just based on that one-liner. Yeah. But then Cyclops, Storm, and Rogue show up. Um, and she, uh, Storm, like this is the part we talked about earlier, where she lifts a building with the power of the wind. Which That's, is crazy. I mean, you know we how saw strong her? the wind has to be? I know. She's tough. Like, we're talking the worst hurricane you could possibly imagine. Shout out to the wind. <laughs> well, I guess tornado powers really so then more the, sense than hurricane. The next, yeah, so then the next thing in my notes is uh, Jugs calls Magneto his brother. No, it's Xavier. <laughs> I know, but this is what I'm saying. I, or I had it in my notes as Magneto. You just had Magneto on the brain. I just couldn't. Well, I just couldn't imagine that him. like Xavier. I just have this image of Xavier as being like this perfect little bald boy. Like only child. Yeah. Which, oh, oh, he's got to be by himself. No, I'm realizing now. I'm glad you brought this up. This further confirms my Xavier's a dickhead theory. He bullied his old his brother his entire life. That's not true. That's not true. No, it's true. He no, psychologically it, manipulated no, his younger no, no, brother. No, Kane Marco bullied him. So that, he broke his leg. So it. then, then Xavier just used his powers to become excellent, and then yeah, Kane Marco tried to kill. In the comics, came at one point, Kane Marco and him are driving. Why do I keep saying Kane Marco? His full name, <laughs> I like I like it. It's. He, no, but anyway, at one point, at one point, they're driving, and Kane Marco's literally like, "I'm going to kill Xavier by driving off this cliff," and he literally jumps out of a moving car, and Xavier is in the car, and he flies off the cliff and okay. survives the crash. Well, I guess that's bullying. That's not the story where he loses <laughs> his legs, by the way. Wow, <laughs> that's another time. Which in the comic that's he says, brother stuff. "You might think yeah. that this is when I lost my legs, but actually, it's not. That was a different time by a man named Lucifer." Yeah, that's, that's uh, another story for another time. That's definitely. Uh, I guess you could call that bullying. <laughs> yeah, Driving the first your thing. Car off a the cliff. first thing that stupid little shit Kane Marco does is slap Xavier in the face. Wow. So that's intense. I mean, that's all comic stuff. But yeah. Uh, so they're still fighting. Gene tries to get in his head and finds out that she can't. His helmet blocks the telepathy. Yeah. So yeah, they realize like Gene Gray's powers do not work on him. His helmet blocks all telepathy. But Cyclops, he's got a plan. 
Yeah, he's like, we need to do something else here. This is this is not working out. I've got an idea. It'll take all of us working together for a change. Oh. But it just might work. <laughs> Cyclops is a good dude in this episode. Yeah. This is while Juggernaut is under the rubble of the building. They're like, we got to come up with something else because this is barely working and we can't destroy an entire city block. I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that he calls Wolverine out and that he's, he looks over and he goes, for a change. Oh, no, yeah. dude. It's throughout this entire episode. First thing Storm says He's is let's lot split up. Everyone's not the team isn't together right now. Jubilee only cares about herself too. Gambit only cares about himself. Cyclops in this moment is right. And you know why? It's because Professor X is not around getting in his head. Cyclops is clear minded for the first time in this entire series. It's the first time I've liked him. Fuck you, Henry. You either follow orders like the other members of this team or you're out of it. <laughs> That's him. He's also coming off of like being completely wrong about Genosha, though, you know? Well, I guess in a way he was right, because he Gambit was, was saying right. it was it was a haven yeah. for mutants, and Psycho was like, we shouldn't go there. But I'm I'm his, glad his they did check it out, great. because if they didn't go there, they wouldn't have been able to destroy it, and it they, would have just gotten worse. It, but. It's a tone issue with Cyclops. He, yeah. he uses the wrong tone. That's it. He doesn't have exactly. any... He doesn't... He's, he's not he, a people person. Bad social cues. Yeah, as soon as he gets out of there, Jubilee's lighting him up, Cyclops is blasting him with his eyes, and Colossus punches him. Basically, they're all just, like, taking turns, like, making moves on him, which is, like, I guess that should be the X-Men's playbook every single time. Um, but, yeah, so Storm, she shrouds him in fog. Wolverine goes for the helmet, and he's just ripping at it and trying to get... And he, bam, rips it off using his... Brute strength is adamantium claws. And then Rogue jumps aboard and just grabs Kane's head, or the Juggernaut's head, and just starts absorbing away. Sucking that power But it out. doesn't work right away. He's, like, able to resist it a lot, which kind of goes to show how just strong and powerful he is. Oh, yeah, he he's, is. like, fully talking to her. He's like, I bet yeah. this is pretty hard for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, like, you're about to feel <laughs> what I feel every day. Good luck getting in my head. So, guess what? He's right. Rogue starts freaking out. Do you guys know a movie that stole this entire Dude, thing? I'm so glad you brought this up because I it's all I could think about watching this. It's the Thanos glove. It's the Thanos glove. It's the Thanos glove. Dude, it's like beat for beat the exact same thing where they're trying to take the glove off him. Yes. Yeah. And, and all someone flying. even gets on his shoulders. Yep. And it's, it's Mantis. And gets in his head and is, Mantis oh is on my. top of him. No, and puts him, is putting him to sleep. Yeah. It's a slightly different thing, but it, it is like almost identical. Oh my, yeah. And she's like, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. The whole Star-Lord yeah. thing is mm -hmm. different. The difference but, is you don't come away from this one hating one of the characters for the rest of the Right, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Rogue's like trying to. She's like, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. And then he he eventually gets away. Well, he gets out because Rogue just like literally loses her mind. Yeah, no, she's she just she eventually just throws herself off of him and she starts screaming like, Oh, Charles, I hate you. You had it easy. Oh, you were the good right. one. Yeah, Juggernaut's I'm like, gonna kill you, Charles. He's like, You're gonna now feel the rage that and like mm -hmm. just like power that I feel all the time. She so just she, like jumps up. Yeah, she's rising way high up into the sky, and she's getting a little, little crazy. And then Storm, she's like they love my brother, not me. Basically, she just gets like overcome with power and like because of the magic. She's, I guess? Yeah, she's like absorbing like raw magical power and energy, and just the pure rage that the Juggernaut. Oh, one thing I want to point out from that comic is like when he becomes the Juggernaut, the entire cave collapses in on him, and Xavier gets out of there, and he basically Ooh. says like, "There's trillions of tons of like mountain on top of this guy." 
even if he did survive and if he could survive, it would take him years to dig his way out. And, and he then, does. And like he, this, the the comic catches up oh. years later and is like, so do you like he's lose back. his mind? Yeah. So the thing is, he can't die. He doesn't need to eat or drink or breathe or sleep. He just is an unstoppable force that whatever he wants to go for, he can. He just can go for it kind of reminds me of a really well-written i zombie episode where there's a vampire at the bottom of a well and he's just <laughs> like there a vampire there. or wait a zombie <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that that sounds like a pretty good show it is check it out. i feel like and there's a zombie that they just like throw at the bottom of a well and he's just existing down there just suffering for for a long time yeah but imagine if that zombie was super powered and could punch his way out of it over the course of decades i sounds got a like story for you when the writing was bad actually then <laughs> Maybe he could have done that. I got a story for you uh, when Juggernaut actually was pretty weak. In fact, huh? he, he got defeated in this moment. Oh, my God. Flashback to 1997. Okay. Little boy, me, oh. is playing with his Wolverine action figure. He's fighting none other than our boy Juggernaut. Okay. And I'm on the top bunk of my bunk beds, right? On the on the ledge, if you, it's not a real fucking fight unless you have a cliff to fall off of. Absolutely. And they're going at it, you know, mashing plastic on plastic, and suddenly Wolverine delivers a blow. Juggernaut goes flying off the fucking bunk beds, and he went slow motion. Yeah, I look over the edge and I'm watching Juggernaut fall, and I see below him, it's this Texas Rangers helmet, like full on metal. Oh, I know. And Juggernaut hits it, and he's explodes in like 10 pieces <laughs> okay arms and legs go flying <laughs> not the unstoppable my mouth yeah. just falls open and i i think i was very happy i was like it, it's not every day you lose an action figure you get sad but in this moment i was like that was the way to go like you're a fan he of reached that the end team of, for life <laughs> he reached the end of his story yeah he blew up the juggernaut no that's excellent in super cinematic and yeah i will never forget that i love that wow that's amazing the beauty of playing with toys, kids. Oh, man. Love that. So, yeah, now that they have his helmet off, Gene, like, flies in with this, like, new Cerebro helmet, uh, which I guess exists. Back pocket. I guess it amplifies her powers. Oh, it looks like big boy Beast Andrew doesn't know what the helmet does. Well, I'm assuming that's what it does because uh, it looks exactly like the Cerebro helmet. And uh, I Speaking of, we were wa- Andrew and I were watching the X-Men movie. Oh, yeah. Mystique, like, poisons Cerebro. Oh, yeah. Like Cerebro has like, like liquid brain, in brain it, poison oh, yeah. or something, and yeah. she like injects a fluid into the, like the ta- like gas a green, tank a of Cerebro. <laughs> so then Xavier uses it. Like, He's like, "Ow!" Did you guys have a good time watching the the X Men movie? <laughs> uh, oh, it's awesome! Yeah, dude, I love that movie, man. Sick. It was so much fun. It's so tight. It's so contained. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, the two of us together without you just had a really great time watching that movie. I like I like X Men. I don't know if you know that about me. So uh, Jean Grey gets inside <laughs> Juggernaut's head, and she uh, just she hypnotically suggests that he forget who he is and what he, why he was there. Just a small suggestion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, completely removes all sense of self. Uh, his entire consciousness is basically removed from his body. He doesn't know who he is and what he was doing. And meanwhile, Storm is like holding Rogue, like yeah. just holding her back while she flips out, and just like these electric shocks of magical energy are just like radiating off her, and she's letting she's out this screaming. like banshee screech. She's still miles above the city, and and uh, here's a little taste. I have you. Rogue, let it go. Thank God. Let it go. Oh, I gotta watch those late night parties. 
So <laughs> that was juggernaut at the end of there. Oh my god! So there's a little taste of uh, two things that are happening right in that same moment. Yep. Oh, smells like mint. Rogue passes out. Yeah, she lets off this like huge burst of energy that goes into like the upper atmosphere. I mean, like, yeah. they make a point to animate it like flying out, like basically into space. Which I don't know if that's like setting up for something in the future or what. She destroys but... the moon, and then she just falls to the ground. But who's there to catch her? Our boy. Colossus from Russia. Colossus. Yep. Right into his arms. And there's this awesome POV shot that happens where when she lands in his arms, it's like a POV like um, uh, rack focus where you see Colossus's face coming into focus as like storm flies in. It's really cool. At least I thought it was cool. <laughs> the scene was cool. Whenever, let me, it was. It would have been trying a lot to if Gambit caught her. Yeah, I agree. That's another reason they couldn't have Gambit in the app. She'd break his body if he tried to catch her. She's He's got just, body armor. He's she'd fine. kill him. <laughs> yeah. He's not strong. Well, then they just, like, leave the juggernaut. They just, like, let him roam the streets. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, confused and hung over, yeah. seemingly. And they're like, yeah, it'll wear off eventually. Like, 15 minutes later, he's like, oh, I'm the juggernaut. Oh, right. I want to kill <laughs> Xavier. I'm going to go to X Mansion and destroy it. Cyclops yeah. is like, so that's the professor's brother. I hope he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I made a good impression. Do you want to hang out? But Cyclops is right. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's how they won this. That's true. If they hadn't worked together. That's true. It wouldn't have worked. And they made a friend along the way. With Col- Let's go home. They do. And Colossus helps them rebuild that mansion. Yeah, he, they're like, hey, dude, do you want to stay here? Like, you could be a student. Well, it's Wolverine specifically who just, like, off, straight up offers him a spot on the team. He's like, yeah, Xavier's not around, but, like, you could be on the team. You're pretty cool. Yeah, and he's like, now. Um, gonna... No, actually. What did he say? He's like, I'm going to go do some other stuff. Yeah, no, he no, said. He, he, he just not so subtly drops in the fact that he needs to find his sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and no follow-up questions. The X-Men are like, okay, yeah, you go find her. Okay, we cool, can't, We can't help you. We don't have, like, a jet that we could use to, like, easily locate her or, like, a giant supercomputer in our basement that we could use to find her. He seems totally fine about it. He's like, I'm going to go find my sister, and also I'll help finish building the school first. Oh, no, and he Bye, also guys. go see America. Oh, yeah, go around, go around Maybe America. go visit America. I am Colossus from Russia. I'm really surprised Cyclops didn't just, like, jump in and be like, hey, uh, actually, uh, any new members of the team have to be run by me. Um, I Here. have to approve it. I have an application for you to fill out. <laughs> yeah. I, need a, I need a recommendation. And a series of interviews conducted by each team member in order for you to be considered. I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dork in this episode. He only gets dork. I loved him in Night of the Sentinels, and now Cyclops, I think, is kind of a dork uh yeah so then i pulled this clip of the ending it's the last little conversation between wolverine and jubilee and honestly it's just a nice moment and i just wanted to pull it and let's just play it now i never realized how much this dump meant to me until somebody wiped it out yeah it's the first place that ever really felt like home i know the professor would like to hear you say that don't worry wolverine we'll find him so long, suckers! <laughs> Julie and Wolverine really have a, a strong bond. It's nice. Yeah, they're really building that relationship. They're both they're new. They're the newbies of the group. And Wolverine's then, not. Yeah, not in the, not in this iteration. Oh, He's kind man. of been on the team for I'm a while. Thinking of the, I'm thinking of the movie. I, honestly, yeah. I was just watching. It's him and Rogue, you and they have such a great them. bond in that in that movie. It must be fresh in your mind from when that time you and Andrew watched it together without me. <laughs> All right, let's rank it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have choices here. I think we already know John's, but well, no, we well, gotta no, we figure have to out what we were ranking. Yeah, our oh rating yes, system. of course. There's there's choices. So there's tanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There's bags of money. Tanks. Okay. 
Make it tanks. Yeah, absolutely. John, are you gonna continue this shit where you give us zero because Gamma's not in it? Mm, Gamma was in the previously on this time, so. Oh, a loophole. Is that a loophole it in is. the system? It is. He it, was not in the other previously. Hey, it's on. up to you, man. It's entirely up to you. Wait, first you have to guess. What do you think? IMDb. Ooh. The average score of this episode. Oh is. man, I'm gonna assume it's lower just because it's not. Six point three. Wow. No. Six eight. Seven point one. Is it in the eights? Nine. Seven point seven. Mm. Oh. What? Wait. What was last week? It was seven point six. So all these are like in the mid sevens. Seven point seven for the previous one. Well, this is an action-packed one. It's pretty good. Dan, you got a two key character introductions, both hero and villain. Big characters. Like this isn't small shit. Colossus. Fuck is the Morlocks. Shit. This is way better than Morlocks. Yeah, for we me. got Colossus, man. Colossus versus Juggernaut. <laughs> Deadpool two coming at you. Yeah. So you guys really would rate the lightsaber duel in the sewer over this episode? No, no, definitely no. not. See, it's it's different now. Now we're seeing these new episodes. It's kind of putting things more in perspective. I mean, that's still my lowest episode. Yeah, is captive farts. Captive farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going eight. An eight. Yeah, I got to go eight because I gave Captive Hearts a seven and I can't, in good faith, give this the same score as that. Eight whole tanks. Yeah. I wish I gave Captive Hearts lower, but now that that's my floor for that kind of episode, you know what? Screw it. I will apologize for this rating because I'm going to take back my rating. <gasps> I'm giving it a seven. I've thought about it in the last five seconds and I'm going to give this a seven what tanks. What made you drop at one point? No morph, right? No more. <laughs> But yeah, say no more. Really, the story is pretty simple, and there's not a ton of character like development or growth. It took growth. them so long to draw every panel of that. Yeah, we're you could tell. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I love I love the Colossus introduction. I love I love that we got to catch up with Beast. We got to see him again. There's like that story thread that's like, hey, remember this is still he's still locked up, and and it's organic the way they do it because yeah. it could have been so forced. But they're like, no, mm-hmm. we, let's get him in prison. And let's show Beast and, for a second. And we're going to keep him there. Like, yeah. I love that they have the guts to just, like, keep that going. And I really hope it comes back before the end he's of the season. He's so content. Yeah, he's just, like, reading <laughs> literature and just, like, hanging upside like, down. Oh, what's up, guys? He's, like, also not surprised at all. He's just yeah. like, hi. Now, hey. Okay, seven. That's Thanks solid. John? I'm going eight. Ooh. I love Juggernaut. Okay. Yeah. I am I might go eight. Do it. Eight tanks. Eight tanks. I like... There haven't been new X-Men that we've met so far that don't like, which is pretty great. Colossus rules. Fucking Juggernaut's awesome. Cable. Cable's great. Cable, yeah. God, that Cable introduction is so good. The, the wild man, man of Borneo. Borneo. I, I really like those characters. I'm just so impressed so far that we care about everyone that's introduced. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's an us thing because we grew up with the show or if it's just that they're really compelling, interesting versions of superheroes that we haven't seen before. Well, everyone is like, yeah, they're all very distinct from each other and fully realized. They feel fully realized, at least. Like, they even, you know, like, giving Storm her, like, claustrophobia and, like, keeping that thread throughout and, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Just, just, like, all these little things that, like, add up where they really make these characters specific. And, I mean, that's why, like, you know, everyone has, like, a favorite X-Men. And if they've done their job right, like, that's going to be a wide spectrum of favorites, you know? It always feels like the show's smarter than it needs to be at every oh, turn. Oh, 100%. Like, it never plays down. You didn't have to frame this as a mystery for the first half, but you yeah. did. Like, you made it... Uh, you Kids wanted to know who the fuck did this to the X-Mansion. Yeah. Like, it, it was kind of cool. I'm constantly shocked at the way that they present information, too. Yeah. Like, like Juggernaut just being like, uh, my brother. And you're like, wait, what? 
Yeah. Like you kind of have to like piece it what? together, and that's His why brother so Magneto. Many, so many people were so like confused about it too, because they're like, "Oh, it must be Magneto." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure right? that's what people were thinking. All right. Well, I'm sure. Henry, your rating. <laughs> I'll give it an eight. You lock in an eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's it's entertaining. I, I my initial thought was seven, but. I, I think you're right. That puts it in the upper half of episodes that we've watched so far. No, definitely. And it should be. Yeah, definitely. I think I think our ratings are probably going to drop lower as like, or maybe not. But like, I, I do think that it gets a little extra points when they start introducing cool new characters and yeah. cool the new ways. The further you get away from more, if the more you're just going to give better ratings. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but right now. Life don't get much better than this. And that is the X, boys. See y'all later. Oh, but we're going to hop back to episode seven. Oh, get, yeah. Get back on track next. Oh, episode right. seven, The Cure, is our next one. We're doing seven and eight. The Cure and Come the Apocalypse. Oh, it's a double? Is the next one. Double boy. Double feature next time. Wow. So long, suckers. See you next week. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. I'm Johnny Boy. Next boys out. Adios. Adios.